This is the Feels with Fondy podcast. These are honest conversations about creating more fulfillment, intentionality, and purpose in life. Get ready to feel all the feels to inspire you to take consistent, messy action towards never feeling stuck in this one life you get. Here's your host, Kelsey Fondrick. Hi, I'm Kelsey, but you can call me Fondy because we're friends now. I'm a business owner, consistency coach, corporate grinder, wife, and fur mom. Let's not forget a red wine and craft beer enthusiast too. I believe more than anything that consistency can totally change the course of your life and the level of fulfillment you have. Why? Because it changed mine first. On the surface level, everything was perfect. I was in a corporate job that I liked and worked hard to be in. I was going to school for my MBA and I had a great network of friends. Plus, I was getting ready to marry the man I had always prayed for growing up. So, why did I feel like I was waking up slightly dreading each day just to go through the motions and feeling a little guilty about it too? This was exactly how I felt a few years ago until I decided to start asking myself what I really wanted my life to look like and feel like every single day and then taking action on it. In this podcast, I'll share how small daily actions started to change my life little by little and how you can do it too in any season of life. I promise to always keep it real, raw, and honest, because life is way too short for fake shit. Here's your permission slip to feel all the feels, get honest with yourself, and join me for the ride. So grab your cup of coffee, or if you're like me, glass of red wine, and let's dive in together. Well, welcome back to the Feels Bondy podcast. I don't know why that sounded so spirited, but perhaps it is because this is the first podcast I am recording in the new crib. So I'm currently sitting in my office, which does have a desk in it, but I'm not sitting on the desk. Picture this. I'm sitting on the floor with a blanket on um, and there is stuff literally all over the ground and it's kind of a disaster up in here. But nevertheless, I am so blessed and I'm so excited to finally be in here. Um, The last week has been kind of a whirlwind since the last episode. Um, We closed on Friday there. I'd be lying to say if it was like perfect. Um, There was a couple of hiccups and like paperwork and things we had to do at the end. So we ended up closing um, a couple hours later than we originally expected, but it all worked out. We got the keys. We're in minimal issues since then. So feels good. People have already um, unpacked a lot of things, but now we're at the organization phase. So I have always been the type of person who's like very type A and like perfectionist. And I've really have been learning over the last several years how to relax and release that a little bit. So we have mostly everything that we had in storage and at like different families' houses, um, finally here under one roof, but a lot of it is still in boxes. I've been trying to go at it like a room a day. So like the kitchen was the first thing I think by far. That's the hardest thing to unpack and to pack. There's so many little things and like the wrapping, the unwrapping, organizing, all that. Um, Closet's pretty well underway. Some of the workout room, I actually just got the gym flooring um, in today and I need to order a little bit more because I'm going to make it a little bit bigger than I thought. Um, But yes, that is where we are at. So for those of you that have been here for the journey we are here. We are here. Um, but today I want to share a topic with you guys that has been um, really eye-opening for me the last three and a half, almost four years now. And that is the idea of trusting yourself. 
And you might have listened to that me say that and be like, well, obviously I trust myself, Kelsey, like totally like I got this. What are you talking about? And what I mean by what I say, trusting yourself is trusting yourself to know what is right for you and getting in tune with yourself and asking what yourself, what you really, really want. And when I say that, I mean, in this life and for yourself and um, for being the best version of yourself and not just what others tell you or what you've been told as you've been growing up or like, not just what you're good at, at work. Um, not if you're just a good mom or a good wife or, um, any of those things, but really asking yourself, like, what do I want? And trusting yourself to know that it is available for you, um, no matter what stage of life you are at. And this topic is really important to me because for those of you that don't know my backstory, um, you know, I grew up in a small town. I graduated with about 60 kids. I think there was like 600 people in my town. Um, I graduated at the top of my class growing up, like getting straight A's and um, being a perfect student and being super involved, like from being from a small town, I was a four sport athlete for a couple of years. Um, three sport athletes, most years, um, not that I was really great at any of those things, but, uh, I loved to be involved. I was in speech band choir, um, you know, Nate, you name it. I probably was in it besides volleyball. I was not good at volleyball. So, um, <laughs> that's the story there, but I was just super involved and I always really liked to keep myself busy. And, um, I liked to be, what is that phrase? It's like Jack of all trades and master of none. Um, I will say, doing good on tests was probably my, my only thing I was mastering at. But other than that, I was just super involved and I don't really know why I was this way. There's probably some underlying reason. Like, I don't know when I was growing up, my dad would like give me money when I had a good report card. And then like, once he passed away, I think inherently I was just like, man, I just, I got to keep making him proud, even though he's up there, even though I'm not getting a paycheck for this. Like, uh, I know he's up there clapping for me, but Anyways, um, I was just a very super involved, like high achiever uh, growing up. And that really bled into college as well. I won't say I was necessarily as involved in activities in college just because I did want to like learn how to live my life. But I worked a lot throughout college as well. Um, you know, got good grades, got honors, all that sort of stuff. And then went into the corporate world and everything again, just kind of to bleed over into that. So was a high achiever, like out of the gate. Once I got into a job that I really liked at the time, I got promoted, you know, three or four years in a row. Um, was always well reviewed by my peers, all those sorts of things. And I'm not, I don't I'm not saying these to brag. I just want to like level set of where this conversation is coming from and just really share um, my heart with it because all of those things were really important to me and, you know, getting the promotions and all that always felt really good. But I got to this point where I was like, is this it? Like is just working my ass off in my corporate job just to get a different grade level and a little bit more pay. Like, is this really what I want to keep doing over and over. And at some, you know, at some point there is a limit, right? Like you can't just get promoted every single year. And uh, like, yeah, perhaps you can get a raise every single year if you work your ass off for it. Um, but it's marginal, right? And 
I just kept like getting to the point where I would like work really hard and then have like that high of getting like my manager evaluation back or like whatever and celebrating the next promotion and celebrating the next thing and then just coming down off of it and being like, okay, well now what's next? And it was always just like this temporary fix to like getting me excited about life and then like coming back down and realizing like, well, I don't actually really feel like I'm making an impact in my corporate job. Um, I work in finance and I like it. Like I like numbers and I like all that kind of stuff, but I actually originally wanted to do something um, in the medical field and I, I work in healthcare finance. So that's the, the part of it that I like. Um, but I originally wanted to be a physical therapist went to school for like two years in college and then realized like I hated biology and I really don't like blood and any of that kind of stuff. So not that you have to do that in physical therapy, but I realized being a doctor or any of that type of thing wasn't for me. So I found the next best thing that I was good at. And that was like math and analytics. And, um, I kind of mistook being good at something for having a passion for something. And that's really where this conversation is leading me is that, I had to really reflect and be like, yes, I like my job. I do a good job at it. It's great, whatever. But I don't actually feel like I'm making an impact in the world. And at the core of who I am, my morals and my belief is I feel like I am put here on earth to help people and to um, share my story and to use my voice and to help others use their voice. And I just didn't really feel like I was getting that at my corporate job. And that was a really, really hard realization for me. And honestly, I don't think I ever would have made that realization had I not started working on myself um, and really asking myself like, Kelsey, what do you truly want? What are you passionate about? And is what you're doing aligned with that? And at this day right now, I still do work in a corporate finance job. I actually switched roles um, to do something a little bit different just to play around with it, um, but also just to be in a different environment and one that I didn't feel like I was constantly like climbing the corporate ladder because I, I realized that thrill was always so temporary. So I went into a job where I could still be good at it and contribute, but I'm not necessarily worried about, you know, just getting the next promotion. It's like, um, I realized some people, when I went into the corporate world, I never really understood why some people like just went there and didn't really care. Like, I don't want to say that I don't care. I never understood people that weren't like working really hard and like, didn't, weren't always gunning for the next promotion because I was such like a self motivated, like achiever. And I figured out that people like that, I had people that I worked with that were like older than me that just had been in the same role for a long time. And I always looked at them like, I don't understand like why they're still here doing this if they don't really like, if they don't want something else, like what else do you go to work for than like achieve something? And I realized those people, you know, their, their family life or they had other priorities that were more important to them than their job. And at the time I didn't get that because my job was my most important thing to me. And I started to make that shift to realize, okay, yes, I can like my job and I can have a good career, but it doesn't have to be my everything. And it doesn't have to stress me out. And it doesn't have to be like me just going to like prove a point to people that it, at the end of the day, like I'm just another replaceable employee, you know, and I'm kind of going on a tangent here, but when I started coaching and when I started working on myself and working on my health and fitness and just like growing as a person, I realized these things. And had I not started to do that, I wouldn't have realized it. Now, here's the thing. 
had I not done any of that, I would have stayed in that realm. And, um, you know, that really was, even though it's like, I work hard, I still would have been in my comfort zone. So there is like a cost to realizing that, um, the path that you're on maybe isn't necessarily the path that you actually want for yourself. And that's, that was really hard for me to realize at first and to deal with because you have like all these mental constructs of everything you have done and like what you're supposed to be and what people have praised you for. And then you realize like, well, that's not actually what I want. So when you get in that moment you're like, fuck, like (laughs) what's next? Like, I thought this was what I was good at. And like, this is what I'm supposed to do. So I could have stayed in that place and I could have, you know, never had this realization and like life would have been fine but I, I'm happy that I had it, even though there's been moments of like, okay, well, what the hell do I do next? Or like, you know, what, what did that mean for me in those moments? And I'm, I'm so happy that I had those things. And if you are on a journey of self-growth or you've gone through this same thing, like you went to school and you did good and all this, and then you went into your job and you were like, okay, well now what? I want you to know that you're not alone and there's nothing wrong with you. And I think when I first started to have these feelings of, um, oh, well, maybe I don't actually love my job or like, maybe I need to do something else. I felt a lot of guilt. And the reasons why I felt a lot of guilt, I think looking back now is because that was always what I was praised for growing up again, like getting good grades, obviously like that's important, but it was like part of me, right? It wasn't just like, Oh, good job. It was like, no, like you have to do a good job because that's who you are. And like your parents are going to look at you differently and your teachers and um, your mentors and that kind of stuff. And, you know, the funny thing is when I left my last job to do a different job, still in finance, but different, a little bit, um, not as demanding as the role I was in before. One of my biggest worries leaving was um, letting down like my corporate mentors that had, you know, always advocated for me at the company that I was at. And I, I was more afraid of letting them down um, than I was like, it was like this pole of excitement for myself and not knowing what the next step is, but knowing I needed something different and not wanting to let them down. So knowing like, that's always what I've been praised for and the people around me, it was really hard to make that decision, but I had to trust myself. So I want to ask yourself, ask you listening to this, do you trust yourself? And I think if you're listening to this, you are on a path of self-growth and you want something more for yourself, or you're always like continuously working on yourself, which is great. But do you trust yourself to take the path that you're being pulled towards, even though it's scary, even though you don't really know what the future looks like with it? Um, do you trust yourself more than you crave the feeling of your comfort zone, you know, staying where you are in either a job and you know what, here's the thing you might be listening to this and you might be thinking, okay, yeah, well, nothing's bad. Like my job's good. Like I'm doing okay. And that's where I was, but I want you to ask yourself, are you settling for good? Do you truly believe that's all that life has to offer you right now? Or are you willing to get out of your comfort zone to trust yourself and go for great and to go for those things that are pulling on your heartstrings, whether it's, and it doesn't have to be a big, scary thing, right? Like for me, 
what really this all turned into is as I started to work on myself and, you know, grow my side business as a health and fitness coach, I realized like, wow, this is actually really fun and fulfilling for me and something I already am doing on top of my corporate job. Well, I can still continue to do that and I can have both. It doesn't mean it has to be a one or the other, but can you do something that at least lets you have more flexibility and freedom and creativity or whatever that looks like for you. Um, and it doesn't have to be all or nothing, but sometimes when you do those alternative things, whether it's making a shift in your, um, your current career path, maybe it's changing career paths. Maybe it's taking, um, a promotion and maybe it's, um, actually not taking their promotion, which was in the case for me, like my, boss at the time had really set things up for, to, for me to take the job when, when he was ready to do something else. And I realized I didn't want that. And that was a really hard realization for me to have. Cause I knew that was kind of like his plans. Um, but I knew I didn't want that promotion. And maybe you're in a very similar spot too, where you're like, well, that's just the next natural thing for me. But I want you to ask yourself, is that what you really want? So here's a couple of things that um, you can do and that have really helped me along the way to ask myself these questions, because here's the thing, you guys, at the end of the day, we only get one life. And I know that sounds so cliche, um, but I'm sitting here, I'm 29 years old, and I'm just thinking about all these things that I want to do with my life. And I don't know like when my last day is going to be, and I don't know when your last day is going to be. And I know what grief and loss and all those things feel like, and it's made me appreciate time even more. So I want you to ask yourself, are you willing to get outside of your comfort zone to have this conversation with yourself? Because life is too freaking short. Like I know people say it all the time, but I really want you to contemplate that today. Like if you woke up a year from now and life looked exactly the same as it does right now, would you be happy with that? Like, did you truly believe that you were put on this earth to live the same year, like 80, 90, you know, God willing a hundred times in a row and for that to be it, or do you believe whoever created you for me, it's God, but you know, for you, whatever you believe in God, source, the universe, I don't care. Like you weren't made on accident and you were made for a really amazing purpose. So do you think that sitting there and not taking action is truly what you're meant here to do. And I want to challenge you on that. And it's a hard question, but life is short. So let's freaking go and like do the things that we want to do. Right. And here's how you can start to do that. Um, because sometimes you don't know what the next thing is. And that was the hard part for me. Like it just took me a long time to even admit, like, I want something different, but how I started to get there was first of all, I took care of myself. Like I alluded to, um, I got in a health and fitness routine and not just like working out and eating, but personal development, um, working on my spirituality, like getting closer to God again. And that's something, again, whatever you believe in, I don't care, but having some sort of spiritual basis of being connected to something greater gives you confidence and it gives you, um, it gives you more trust, not just, it helps you trust yourself, but it helps you trust yourself because you know that there's a bigger purpose behind it. So what that looked like for me is just getting super intentional about those things, you know, following a workout program, 
and like sticking to it. Right. That was really hard for me for a long time is consistency. Um, but when I joined a virtual fit club and then I started to run them, I realized, okay, this is, I had to find something that worked for me in the past that didn't work for me. Um, like when I was just running or just going to the gym, like that stuff didn't ever stick, but this did. So finding the thing that works for you, playing around with it, and, you know, shameless plug, if that's something that you need help with, contact me, reach out to me on Instagram, you know, fill out the Google form in my bio. Like it's hard to find something that you love, especially if you are someone who like has kind of an addictive personality. Like I was always the start and the stopper. Um, like I would be a super obsessed with something for like two weeks and then I would feel so good. And then something would um, go wrong in life. And then I felt like I sabotaged it all. And I just had to get rid of that mentality. So if you need help with that, reach out to me, but getting a health and fitness routine, um, you know, finding a meal plan that worked for me because truthfully, you guys, like what you put in your body is so important. And you know, I am the person who loves cheese and chocolate and wine. And I still eat all of those things, but of course in moderation, um, it just gives you so much mental clarity when you are, you know, eating well and putting the right things into your body. And, um, you're not just like the food, but the supplements and all those sorts of things, like really looking at what you're putting into your body. So you can get super, super clear. And then the last part of that is personal development. Um, so I started to read books that, you know, like the quote unquote self-help books. Um, and people, I remember when I first started reading them, I was like, wow, the only people that read these are the ones that have issues, right? Like, I don't need this. I ain't got no issues. Um, but everyone needs self-help, right? Like if you really want to grow, you have to be able to listen to the people that came before you and learn the strategies. And at the end of the day, even if it's something you don't need, you might be able to learn a lesson that you can hand off to a friend. So I was working on myself from the inside out. And what that allowed me to do is just get really clear on what feeling good looked like so that I could be in the right mind, like the right mind space, right? Right head space, whatever it is, right mindset um, of being confident in myself. Because even though I have always been like an achiever, whatever, I haven't always just been confident, not in, I'm not talking about like my physical body, but just like my being right. And just like knowing, like, I feel good inside and out. So that first comes first because everything starts there. And then the second thing is, um, really asking yourself what you want. And again, what I mean by that is how do you want every day to feel like a year from now, how do you want to wake up and feel in the morning and asking yourself those questions first helps you get clear on what you need to do to get there. Um, there is a personal development book that I've read, um, that is called the desire map. My coach Kate recommended it to me early on. Um, and it really just takes you feel like through setting goals with soul is what, um, it's about Daniel Laporte wrote it and starting at the core of how you want to feel and building your goals off of that. So do you want to wake up and feel peaceful? Do you want to wake up and feel like you're making an impact or is it something about how you want to feel around your family and your relationships and your environment and all those things? Because every single goal, the root needs to start at, how do we want to feel? Because like, I know when I was waking up and going to this job and not really feeling really 
fulfilled. Like, again, I just felt unfulfilled. I just felt like I didn't have a fire for life, even though on the outside, things look really great. I just wasn't excited for it. And I want to wake up and feel excited. And that's something that I'm constantly working at is just creating a life I can wake up feeling excited for and not just excited for the next promotion or excited for the next check in the box, but truthfully just loving my life because of what I get to do and how I get to wake up every single day. So writing down these feelings of, okay, how do I want to feel every day when I wake up? And then asking yourself, what does that look like? So maybe it's a change of environment. Maybe you're somewhere like where it's, I don't know, part of this, the U S where it's dark and dreary and you need to make a plan to move somewhere else, like sunny Florida, California, whatever. Um, maybe like for us, it was, we knew we didn't want to be in the city any longer. So that's like where the journey of building this house came from. Um, and eventually, you know, there's other plans that we have with that. We eventually want to own a lake home. We want to be a little bit further up North in Minnesota. Um, that's the ultimate goal for us right now that we have, but we knew being here was kind of the natch, the right next natural step for us. Um, so maybe it's environment, maybe it's, um, relationships. So maybe, some of the people in your life might actually not be serving you. And that's, a, again, a really hard conversation to have as long as like people have probably been in your life for a long time, whether it's friends or maybe it's a romantic relationship, or maybe it's just family relationships that don't really serve you. And that doesn't have to be like being mean and like cutting people off, but just starting to protect your energy again, like it's about how you want to feel um, career. Of course, I talked a lot about that, but how do you want to feel like you're making an impact? What do you want your schedule to look like? Or maybe you're a nurse and you're working like 12 hour shifts. Well, maybe you need to find something that doesn't drain you if you're exhausted from it, right? Or doing an eight hour shift or doing a telenurse position, or maybe you need more and you want to do a travel nurse position and making those shifts can be really scary. But again, it's just all going back to how do you want to feel and aligning your life with how you want um, that to look like. And then the last part of that is writing goals around them. So an exercise I did for a really long time, and I kind of took a break for it and I'm going back to it now is um, every morning writing down 10 dreams that you have in your life. And these can be anything, but I recommend having them kind of be like big, hairy, scary dreams, like things that you don't necessarily know how you're going to achieve it. But at the same time, it like gets you excited because that's the things that are going to bring you to action. Again, they're going to spring emotion. So for a long time, for us, it was like, we, we build a home that we love. And that felt really out of reach for a long time until we started to put the pieces together and do the little things. And truthfully, like I talked about on one of my previous podcasts, it kind of manifested. We didn't know how it was going to look like, but we knew that we wanted it. It felt out of reach. And then finally, here we are, we got here. So taking care of yourself, asking yourself how you want to feel, and then creating goals around the feelings. And then the last thing is really just getting quiet with yourself. And I know it sounds kind of weird, but and I don't necessarily mean like meditating and maybe it is that for you, but just asking yourself, because I think so many of us, and I know this was something, like I said, happened to me so much as I just listened to every single person around me. And I just, I didn't take the time to sit with myself and ask myself what I really, really wanted. So, you know, maybe you make a shift or you try something new or you start 
a business on the side of your corporate job, like I did. And just ask yourself along the process, like, how is this feeling? Like having those checkpoints with yourself. And maybe it's once a week, you have a a check-in with yourself. Like, how do I feel physically, mentally? Am I excited? Is there something that feels off? Maybe that's a monthly check-in. I don't really know what that looks like. Um, Might be different for everyone, but taking time to get quiet with yourself. And then the last part of that is, um, if you have something that comes up in your like mind or like it kind of, sometimes it starts in your gut or like that heart feeling of maybe I would be good at this, or maybe I should try that. Or what if I did this instead of shoving it down? I did that for a really long time. Um, instead of shoving it down and being like, no, 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 I'm good. Or like that, that's not possible. Say it either to a friend that you really trust or like a mentor And at the minimum, say it out loud. And what that thing was like for me, it was like, well, what if I actually really dove into my coaching business and then, you know, took a little bit less responsibility at work? Like, what would that look like? And I just, I don't know why, but for a long time, it kind of felt like weird around that. Like I've always loved my business, but I wasn't at a place where I was like, yeah, I want this to be like my main thing. Right. And I didn't, know how to describe that to people. And so it felt shameful for me for some reason. Um, and now like, I totally embrace it. I love it. Like I love both things that I get to do, but it's probably something different for you. So let yourself say it out loud. Like what if I started that business? Well, what if I moved to Florida? Like what would that start sort of things start to look like? Because instead of shoving the feeling down and like letting yourself simmer in that shame, like letting it out, start to entertain, entertain the idea and then just see how it feels, you know, like, does it still feel exciting when you say it out loud or when you bounce it off of a friend, does it still feel like movement in the right direction? And then it helps you just start to like get the next steps and be like, okay, well then I would need to do this and just helps you brainstorm it out a little bit more instead of just letting it be like this thing that floats around. Because I'm going to tell you, you don't have those thoughts on accident and those things come up in your heart. Like as for me, they're like a pull from God. They're a calling for me. And it doesn't necessarily mean they're the end all be all, but you have to trust yourself to look for those signs again, like being pulled to something greater. And when you ignore them, like people will say, there's no deadline on your dreams, which I think is true. But I think there is like a date where they get stale. Like you get to a certain point, you know, you're like, oh, I have this idea. And they always come up at the time they're supposed to like, we ignore them. And then we get to a time where it'd be even harder to attack them if we don't, because we haven't implemented them. Right. So I'm not saying like that idea you had 10 years ago is gone but it's going to be, I feel like it's gonna be a lot harder for you to do it now, or there might be a new dream that is more aligned for what you want right now, or what's actually pulling at your heartstrings or what God wants for you. So know that those things don't come on accident. Listen to them, write them down, entertain them, trust yourself to know that that could be the next thing for you. And I'm not saying it's like, Oh, believe in your intuition or like hippy dippy stuff. But at the same time, Like that, we always ask for signs, like, give me a sign. What's the next thing? Like, what do I need to do next? Instead of like sitting there and feeling stuck and complaining, start to listen and start to take action because 
at the end of the day, even if that thing doesn't work out and it's not your end all be all, it's going to get you a hell of a lot closer to the next thing that you're supposed to be doing or to your ultimate end thing that you're here for. And it could be a lot of different things, right? Which is exciting. Um, but it's going to give you joy and fulfillment. And then you're never going to have to ask yourself, what if, if you just go out there and you do it. So I hope this episode helped you. I would love if you took a moment just to um, slide in my DMs and tell me like what that little dream of yours that you have. Maybe there's a little tug on yourself right now. And I think when I said that, you knew exactly what I, what your thing was. It probably popped up the first thing in your mind. Share it with me on Instagram or tag me in an Instagram story and let me know if this helped you or inspired you. Um, I just, I love hearing from you guys. I love hearing topics that you want to hear more of. Um, and thank you for letting me share my heart again this week. So we'll catch you next week on the pod. Before you go about the rest of your day, I just want to say thank you so freaking much for tuning into today's episode. And I was wondering if you could do me a really quick favor. Please take a moment to share a takeaway from today's episode with me so I can know how it helped you. Screenshot today's episode with a few words that help you and tag me at Kelsey Fondrick on your Instagram stories or do a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. The best way that we can help more people together is by sharing it together. And it would mean the world to me if you help me do that. Thanks again, friend. I'll see you on the next episode.